At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Nightcap. Femi Abebefe alongside Scott Seidenberg. We'll be rolling with you guys over the next three hours here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We're sitting in for Tim and Sean. They're getting a little bit of rest and recuperation after the big game blitz there. But we want to make sure to hear from you guys throughout the show. Make sure to tweet at us at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at Scott's on Air, at Femi Abebefe. Great show we have on deck for this evening. A trio of great guests, starting with Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director, joining the show in 30 minutes, talking futures bets in the NFL and college basketball, plus what the bettors are eyeing on tomorrow's NBA card, nine games in total. Mike Sando, senior writer of The Athletic, will be on the line in 45 minutes. How soon could we get an Aaron Rodgers announcement? And could Russell Wilson leave Seattle? We'll ask Mike in 45 minutes. Then Matt Humans, VEASAN host and editor, will check in at the top of the third hour, talking college hoops and getting a sneak peek at Saturday's massive slate with Selection Sunday just less than two weeks away. The NBA is back from the All-Star break, so we'll get you up to date on tonight's games and what to expect. Also, which conference will win the men's NCAA basketball tournament? We dive into those futures odds over at 845. But first, Scott, you're pumped up today. NBA is back, baby. How are mm, you doing? It's so good. Like, you know, this has been like, it's been fun the past couple of days just focusing on college basketball and a lot of hockey for me. But uh, having ended, I don't want to call it the first half, but pre-All-Star break mm-hmm. on a pretty good run in the NBA, I was very anxious for the games to return. And, and we <laughs> talked to a couple people over the course of this week, and, and the common uh, thread was be a little cautious with these games coming out of the break. You know, mm-hmm. we, not, you don't necessarily know how teams are going to uh, act and how they're going to play and maybe come off, maybe come out of the break slow. Plus, there are teams that are working in new players. There are injuries to be concerned about. And the Boston Celtics were a team that I was riding during that winning streak. Yep. Okay, they lost to the Pistons to, to wrap up the pre-All-Star break, which was disappointing, but it's okay. They still won 9 out of 10 to, to go into the All-Star break. This team, best point differential, best defense. Uh, they have the best record above with, against teams above 500 in the NBA. 
And I know our guest last night, John Jastrzemski, JJ said, eh, it's going to be a public play, the Celtics. Yeah. He and, said, beware. And beware. I mean, you know, I know Brooklyn's not all there yet, but uh, just, just be a little worried about Boston coming out of the break. I thought about it. I wasn't worried. <laughs> I laid the nine points with the Celtics. A 129-106 victory over the Brooklyn Nets. Jason Tatum dropped 30 points, and the Celtics just continue to shine. And uh, all of a sudden, Femi, I'm looking at plus 1,100 to win the Eastern Conference I, I, and thinking, that's not going to be there much longer. I saw you over there peeking at the odds <laughs> board, the futures market over at DraftKings. Uh, like the bear Chris Felica says over at ESPN, he said it was a lay it and laugh situation tonight for you and the Boston Celtics. Real quick, though, we have two games about to tip off in the association, starting with the game on TNT between the Golden State Warriors and Portland Trailblazers. The Warriors 10-point favorites in the Pacific Northwest, total 226. Any lean for you or maybe even a play for a little nightcap action? Yeah, I mean, I'd lay it with the Warriors, if we're being honest. Uh, and and if you don't want to lay it and maybe a little fun little two-team money line parlay, Nuggets and Warriors, uh, I think, comes home for you. Uh, and, and if you're looking Nuggets and Warriors, let's see what we can get that at right now. You'll get... Nuggets are four-point favorites, total 236. You get minus 120 on the two-team parlay. So you're a little more juice than your standard minus 110 bet. But at least you get the cushion of not laying the 10 with the Warriors. I think both of those teams covered, by the way. Steph Curry was so incredible during that All-Star game. You think he's out of the slump? I think that he comes out in this first game and shoots lights out. I'm expecting 30-plus from Curry tonight. It would not surprise me they're going up against a Portland Trailblazers team that is a Kind of reminiscent of a G League team, mm. one might say, out there in Rip City. So that game's tipping off in a matter of moments. Denver and Sacramento tipping off in about 10 minutes here. So we'll keep our eyes on those games in the association. Want to get you guys caught up on games we saw earlier this evening. You mentioned Boston. They went ahead and won and covered against the Brooklyn Nets, 129-106. The game we said to circle and be like, hey, just be cautious. Cleveland and Detroit the Cavs go to the Motor City and they lose 106-103 as five and a half point favorites. The total in that game was 209. So we land right mm. on the number there. How about that for your handicapping? But Detroit wins as a dog was barking out there in the Motor City. And this is something we warned uh, our viewers last night. No Darius Garland uh, in this game. No Karis LeVert. So the Cavaliers were going in shorthanded. And the number didn't reflect it. Uh, and actually, there was uh, at times today where there were still Darius Garland props up on the board to bet. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you got in ahead of the market with the the news that those players would be out and you took the Pistons at a good number, it didn't even matter since they won outright. Uh, another game that I'm actually sweating out right now, which is looking like a loser, uh, the Suns and the Thunder. I took the 10 and a half with the Thunder, mm. and it looked really good up until about a minute and a half ago. Yeah, and you know. <laughs> and the Suns just in the last I don't know what happened here. I'll check the play by play, but this was a close game that is now turned out to be a blowout. And the Oklahoma City turned into the Oklahoma City Thunder. There, I think is what probably happened. There is right now Phoenix leads by fifteen, right, sixteen points in that game, one twenty two, one oh four. Um, an interesting game in the this was a one hundred ninety five game. This was a five point game. And since that moment, the Suns have outscored them 22-9. to 
Basketball can be a game of runs. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you can get the that was with five end. minutes left in the game, Femi. You can get the brunt end of it sometimes <laughs> there. Five minutes. The Oklahoma what a City terrible Thunder. five minutes. You wonder what those guys were doing post All Star break. <laughs> Maybe they were because those guys, not many All Stars, if any, were on the Oklahoma City Thunder. I know Josh Giddy was playing in some of the rookie competitions, but those guys were on a week long break, so they might be a little. Uh, a little hungover, one might say, uh, in this first game after the All-Star break. Chicago's taking on the Atlanta Hawks right now. The Bulls lead by two midway through the fourth quarter. Chicago is laying three pre-flop, total 240.5. But the story, once again with this Bulls team, is DeMar DeRozan. And the chatter is only going to get louder and louder. As This guy had 20-something points in the second quarter. He has 31 points on six rebounds and three assists. Shooting at a very high clip once again is DeMar DeRozan. 13 of 19 from the field. I know you got that monster MVP yeah. ticket on DeRozan. I just checked at DraftKings. Right now he's 20 to 1 to win regular season MVP. It's like, it looks like he's not going to cool off here in the final stretch. He's he's 4 points away, Femi, from extending the historic NBA streak which has never been done before in NBA history. He's had 7 straight games of scoring 35 points on 50% shooting or greater from the field. He's 4 points away from making that 8 straight games now as you mentioned. He has 31 points and he is clearly shooting over 50%, 13 of 19 from the field. So 4 points away in the final six minutes of the game and uh, extending that streak. This is what we talked about for us. DeMar DeRozan backers is could he extend this streak and do something again that no one has done in NBA history, which is so incredible. And when your name is up there with Wilt Chamberlain and you surpass that mark there, you're doing something really, really good in the NBA. Another game that we have on the last game we had a touchdown here in the association. Memphis is in the Twin Cities taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. That game is tied at 93 under eight minutes to play. The Grizz went off as two-point favorites, total 240 and a half. John Morant had a little bit of an injury Mm. scare there in the second half, but according to reports and the tweets, it looks like he has returned in the fourth quarter. So, Jaw looks like he is good to go in that game. But Memphis in a tight one, and it was indicated in the line pre-flop as they're laying now one and a half on the live line. Yeah, the only thing that concerns me in this game, and the one that's, that's taking my focus, is my Jaron Jackson Jr., Defensive Player of the Year, and Triple J, he has got 21 points. He's having a nice game. Mm-hmm. Three blocks. Hey, now. Two steals. Hey, now. Ten rebounds. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr., who at DraftKings right now, you can get him at plus 700 to be Defensive Player of the Year. And we talked about this for a couple days now. The path is there when you look at those odds. Rudy Gobert, he's been in and out of the lineup with injuries, and he just hasn't had the defensive season that he's typically accustomed to having. Draymond Green has been hurt. He's going to miss a number of games. I don't think he's even eligible to win the award. Mm -hmm. And then Giannis Antetokounmpo, they're just not really talking about him in that way. And he's a previous winner. He's more so being talked about maybe for the MVP. MVP versus the DPOY. So, Jaron Jackson Jr. is definitely and these in contention. Are, and these are the numbers you want to see. Three blocks, two steals, ten rebounds. These are the numbers you want to see from your Defensive Player of the Year. We absolutely love to see it from Jaron Jackson Jr. Real quick, we got about a minute and a half left. Want to clean up some things in college basketball. We're also eyeing some games there in the prep hardwood. The Gonzaga Bulldogs taking on San Francisco Dons right now. The number one team in the country leads at halftime, 52 to 42. That game closed 10 and a half. I laid nine and a half last night. I said that, hey, 
as long as this is under double digits, I'm going to lay it with the Zags here. So far, so good. They shot the ball really well, though, mm -hmm. in the first half. Maybe we'll get a little regression in the second half. I'm hoping not, as I hope that they can go ahead and blow the doors off of San Francisco. Another really good game in the Big Ten between two top 25 teams, Ohio State and Illinois. The Illini lead 37-36 at halftime. That game closed Illinois by seven total, 140 and a half. And this was one that I was kind of circling for the under. Never didn't actually play it, but I was looking at it. But we have a really good game going on in Champaign. Yeah, I took seven with the Buckeyes. Uh, and we talked about the number last night and thinking what would be the threshold really to bet Illinois. And seven was just too much. Mm -hmm. So it forced me to go. If that number was like five and a half, I would, you know, I'd consider something here. But when I saw seven, I jumped on Ohio State. Yeah, seven. We had Jim Root on yesterday of three-man weave. He said that six was a little too much. It opened six, ended up closing seven. As you see, the Buckeyes are looking really competitive in this game. Ohio State, you never really know which Ohio State team you're going to get in terms of their defense. Mm -hmm. It can be inconsistent. Uh, they even let Indiana back into the game uh, a couple nights ago, ended up winning in overtime and covering miraculously in overtime as well. We're just getting warmed up. You can tell the energy is back here. We got the <laughs> sports book is lively. NBA is back from the all-star break. But on the other side, Aaron Rodgers, the two-time reigning MVP. More developments here out of Green Bay. We'll discuss it. It's the nightcap on VCNV Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Nightcap is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn nicotine pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
Welcome back. This is the Nightcap coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Scott Seidenberg here as we have welcomed back the NBA to yeah. the fold. We got some college basketball games that we're sweating so far. Gonzaga now up 11, I believe it is, early in the second half, hoping they can cover that 9.5. But let's turn our attention to the NFL because the NFL does not stop. The offseason is well underway. And the biggest question of the offseason is what will Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers do? And will he be... Green Bay Packers quarterback for long. Mm -hmm. Right now, Diana Rossini of ESPN tweeted earlier this morning that Aaron Rodgers will be informing the Packers of his decision soon per league sources. Quote, I'm told there are multiple teams with offers on the table, but of course, nothing can happen until the Green Bay Packers allow a trade. Now, Rodgers was on Pat McAfee's show Tuesday morning said nothing. <laughs> he said, greetings, earthlings, <laughs> and then said, I have no announcement yeah. to make here. But we've seen a little bit of movement at DraftKings where they have the market up for Aaron Rodgers' next team. The Packers were minus 250 favorites a couple days ago. Now they're minus 280. Now that's not a big move, but it is a move in the direction of him returning to Green Bay. What did you make of that line move right there? And do you think that this ends up being a foregone conclusion? with Rodgers returning to GB? I don't think it's a foregone conclusion, uh, but I do understand why they're heavily favored. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to any trade, it's going to be extremely difficult to get anything done, to get any deal done. First of all, you're never going to get fair market value. Yeah, You're never going to get a trade that both sides are going to agree on. Someone's getting robbed here, whether it's the Packers who are not going to get enough for Aaron Rodgers, or whether it's a team like the Broncos or, let's say, the 49ers, who, who gives up way too much in order to bring in Aaron Rodgers. So it's it's going to be very difficult to work out. Um, to me, I, I think that this marriage is over with, with the Green Bay Packers, that you know his gratitude post kind of mm -hmm. told a little bit of a story there. It's just a matter of where he ends up and which team is willing to make a deal. If there is a deal to get done, there's a couple of really interesting teams on there. The Colts are very interesting. The Broncos are very interesting. And if he goes to the Packers and says, hey, you know, Devontae's gone, and I think it's time for me to go as well, obviously they're forced to make a move. I just don't know which team has the assets mm -hmm. to acquire him. Yeah, I mean, a team like a Philadelphia, but they're not listed there because I don't think Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers would go to Philadelphia, but that's a team that has three first-round picks. I think the New York Giants have two first-round picks in the top ten. Yeah. That's a team that has some of the assets, but those aren't teams that Aaron Rodgers would look at because he knows that mm -mm. he's starting from the basement once again. Now, maybe not in Philadelphia, but in New York, he definitely would be See, there in the NFC The East. Broncos do have the ninth overall selection, mm -hmm. so that's, I think, any conversation starts with that number nine oh, yeah. pick. They, they would uh, definitely have to give Amongst that others. Uh, and then at nine, it's like, what are the Packers going to do? Like, they're not going to take a quarterback because they've already invested in the quarterback in Jordan Love. So maybe it's a wide receiver to replace Devontae Adams. Maybe it's a Drake London if he's available at number nine. Um, you know, maybe it's somebody else. Uh, so that would be where I would start the conversation. But you know it's going to be multiple first-round picks. It's going to be this year. It's going to be next year. Uh, you might have to throw some uh, current players in the deal as well. And I just don't know if they have enough to get the job done. Yeah, to me, it's the interesting part is that we've seen Green Bay now trying to create cap space, which is why I think you ultimately see a move from minus 250 to minus 280. 
because we saw earlier this week they restructured Kenny Clark. That cleared about $11 million in cap space. And then today they converted Aaron Jones's $3.85 million into a compensation for this year, into a signing bonus. Mm-hmm. That has now cleared now a total of $14 million combined with the move earlier this week and the move this morning. It's almost indicating that they're getting ready to maybe structure some sort of Devontae Adams long-term sure. extension. He'll likely be tagged at the end of this tag period, which I believe is March 8th, just so that they can secure him and he's not in the open market for a bidding war. But I think they're wanting to show to Aaron that we are looking to bring Devontae back. We want both of you guys back mm-hmm. here. And just the dominoes of what we're seeing early in the offseason versus what we saw last offseason, it feels to me like he could be returning for the quote-unquote last dance. Another, la- another, another last dance. Last dance 2.0. <laughs> another last dance. And when they bow out of the playoffs again next year, then what? Then we're doing this again. Yep. For This is almost becoming worse than the Brett Favre saga with the Green Bay Packers. You know, retiring, then unretiring, then and then eventually moving on. Um, this is somewhat worse because his indecisiveness is holding is hanging over this team, and it's affecting their financial abilities here. You know, they're trying to clear up all this cap space. They're trying to make the, the move. And now, if Rodgers decides he's not coming back, what's Devontae Adams' incentive to resign there? So you just cleared all this cap space to bring back Devontae Adams, but if Aaron Rodgers wants out, Adams is going to want out. Mm-hmm. And so now what are you going to do with that cap space? Okay, well, maybe you're going to target somebody else from free agency. Okay, a lot, of, a lot of turnover with this organization. To me, it's just a headache that I wouldn't even want to deal with. Yeah, well, we're If gonna... I was the Green Bay Packers and I know that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league, right, I would say, dude, I'm over this. <laughs> That's it. And, and they might have we're said We're trading that. you and we're starting over. And, and they might have said that because it sounds like we're going to get the decision from Rodgers sooner than we got it. I mean, last year, think about it, this one all the way up until training sure, camp. Yeah. And like people were, we mentioned how the Minnesota Vikings had become the favorites in the NFC mm-hmm. North. This year, it feels like we're going to know before free agency starts. Maybe it's next week when the franchise tag deadline hits. And it's like, okay, we're going to tag Devontae. If they don't tag Devontae, then we know, I feel like, yeah. that he's not coming back. But they're likely things that they will tag Devontae Adams to then say we're working on in a long-term extension to bring you guys both back and also add to our roster because right now to win the NFC, Green Bay is plus 600. And that, I feel like, is a really good number if you're both getting Adams and Rodgers back because they have the clearest path among the 49ers and Rams who will have to duke it out with themselves in their own division. The Packers have nobody that's going to compete with them in the NFC North. So I think that number will shorten if it is confirmed that Rodgers and Devontae Adams will come back in 2022. I just think you can get – it's a good value bet right now to take the plus 300 on Jordan Love taking the first snap for the Green Bay Packers. It, it would be him. If it's not Rodgers, it's Love. Yeah. And it's plus 300 right now. Yeah. I mean, it, I, don't, the news, I don't hate it. When the news breaks – He's going to be minus three, 350, yeah. minus or 500. OTB or minus 500 yeah. is what that will be. And by the way, let's say you do place this bet. You have outs, you know, mm-hmm. even if Aaron Rodgers comes back, you have outs. There's injury. There's maybe he's something happens during training camp. He's not ready. Week, I don't know. I'm just saying there's always a possibility. And it doesn't say that he's going to be the starting quarterback. Like, maybe they just line him up and he takes the first snap. Who knows? <laughs> I, like, 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 you know, it's, it's, a, it's a quarterback dive on the first play of the game. Who knows? Wildcat formation. Whatever. Uh, there's outs. So, mm-hmm. place the bet now. If Aaron Rodgers gets traded, you can lock in your win. And if he stays, well, you bite. You, know, you 
kind of sit there and go, maybe I get lucky. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. It's not a dead bet, you know? It's not a dead bet yeah. by any means. We're going to speak with Mike Sando of The Athletic at 745 about this Aaron Rodgers saga here. And to me, if you were not to stay in Green Bay, because it doesn't sound like you're all the way convinced he's going to stay there. I'm not. Is it Denver, that plus 350, or do you think you take the flyer on the Colts at 10 to 1? I would take a flyer on the Colts at 10 to 1. I love that number, and I love that team. And I think it would be a great move for them. Again, though, with the Colts, don't know what they have to give up. Yeah, Don't know if they can make the move. But Jim Irsay is a guy that would be willing to, to do whatever it takes, right? Um, but the Broncos are a good fit, and they have some things to, to, to make a deal. Anybody else on that list, I don't necessarily know that they would try to make a deal yeah. with the Packers. I don't see how San Fran can do it. They're plus 800 right now. I know Rodgers, he wanted to go there when he was a prospect coming out of Cal when they had the number one pick. But let's they, be honest. They're pot committed with Trey Lance. And let's be honest. The Packers don't. If the Packers are going to trade him, they don't, want, they don't want to keep him in the conference. Exactly. Yeah. That, Maybe an AFC that, team. That, that, to me, it feels yeah. like an AFC team to me. Now, like Rodgers, it has to be a mutual agreement with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, but also Green Bay could try to just trade him to the highest bidder. I'm not sure if Aaron Rodgers has a no trade clause or anything like that, mm -hmm. but they might look out for them, their best interest there, which is to acquire as many assets as possible to then start the rebuild yeah. with Jordan Love as the quarterback here. So it's almost competing interest with Rodgers and the Packers front office, but then again, it could be kumbaya by the end of the week next week, and maybe that he announces that he returns to Green Bay for, I believe, would be an 18th or 19th season with the Green Bay Packers. On the other side, Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director, joins the show as we talk all things futures in the NBA and college hoops. This is the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Need more college basketball insight? Check out the podcast Coast to Coast Hoops. Greg Hoops Peterson will look at every major and some of the minor college basketball games on the upcoming schedule to find betting opportunities. Greg has an opinion on every single college hoops game of the season. And on this podcast, he provides his unique insights and looks for those games that have solid betting opportunities. Download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, Catch up on every VEASAN show as well. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Scott Seidenberg here. And we are just lathered up, rolling along here with NFL, rather NBA action, I should say, college hoops action on the way. And to bring in our first guest, we bring in a guy that I chatted with quite a bit during the NFL season. He is Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director. Johnny, we appreciate you joining us here this evening. Good to see you. Glad that all is going well. And I got to start here with these NFL offseason props. You guys have player futures available at DraftKings with a number of these quarterbacks and where their next destinations could be in 2022. How do you guys go about handicapping and making those numbers there for, for chance, like a guy like Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, pretty tough, Femi. You know, it's all about reading what you know, reading what's out there uh, and keeping your ears open. Uh, we we know that Aaron Rodgers has uh, you know been getting a uh, a flush at a colon and, uh, <laughs> and and he's met and he's met with the Green Bay uh, head honchos and it sounds like 
they're making peace. That doesn't mean he's going to stay there. But we made them the favorite at minus 250. They're at, that's up up to minus 280. So they're playing that a little bit. Uh, the Sean Watson's a, is a crapshoot. I mean, nobody really knows. We have the Commanders, the favorite at three to one. The Bucks at three and a half to one. Nobody's really uh, betting this too much because there's a lot of uncertainty. And then we got Russell Wilson uh, staying home at minus 250 in Seattle with the next choice, the Bucks at 12 to one. So, you know, what we're saying is if he doesn't stay with Seattle, he could go anywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Johnny, you have a first snap markets out for the Packers, the Steelers, and the Seahawks with their obvious quarterback situations, the Aaron Rodgers news, the Russell Wilson uncertainty, and, of course, the Steelers looking to replace Ben Roethlisberger. Will you eventually open this up to more teams with their quarterback uncertainties? We might, Scott. Um, you know, we <clears throat> we we put up what we think that the public is uh, going to play and the public enjoys seeing. So uh, that's a possibility. We have the three up right now. Sometimes you can't put up too much because it makes it a little more difficult to, you know, keep your hands on it to mm -hmm. make sure you don't get caught sleeping. Um, so, you know, we have three right now. It's a possibility there'll be more up. Speaking with Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sports Book Director here on the Nightcap. Johnny, with so much uncertainty around this quarterback carousel, how are betters sort of attacking the NFL futures market in terms of the team futures to win the Super Bowl and to win the conference? Yeah, you know, they're not touching the Chiefs and the Bills too much. They're the two favorites at about seven and a half to one. Uh, they are betting the Bengals a little bit at 14 to one. They think that that team might be able to get back there again. And then some of the longer shots they're looking at are the Broncos 22 to one, uh, the, the, uh, the Browns at 30 to one thinking maybe they can repeat, uh, repeat, get back in the mix again. And uh, you know, then there's some, certainly some regional bias with the Eagles 40 to one giants, 80 to one. And, Jets 150 to one. Not that those teams would get there, but the people on the East Coast follow them closely and likes to get a bet on them at a big number. Johnny, the draft over the past couple of years has really been an incredible betting market uh, once the uh, legalized sports betting has taken over this country. People seem to just gravitate towards betting the NFL draft. Uh, when do you expect to set the markets for the draft? Are you waiting uh, post-combine, uh, or are you going to wait till we get further into April as we get closer to the draft here in Vegas? No, we'll have them up before that, Scott. We've got the one market up now, the number one pick. Yep. Um, we're just working on a lot of other things right now. Of course, the, the conference tournaments for college basketball and then the big tournament. But we'll have some up before that. Uh, last year, we had so many markets up. As a matter of fact, we even did in-play wagering yes. on the draft yep. last yep. year. <laughs> so you, know, you can expect more of the same. I think it'll be a really exciting draft. I think it'll be more action than ever, especially with mm -hmm. it being in Las Vegas. Not that we have a presence there. But uh, I think it's just going to create a lot more excitement around the draft. It's kind of be like with that Nashville scene that they had a couple years back. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Definitely. Johnny, let's transition from football to basketball now. Now, it felt like the NBA All-Star break was two weeks instead of <laughs> one week. We've been itching for pro basketball to get back to action. Was that reflected in the handle tonight here with you guys booking some of those NBA games? Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, there's – 
not a whole lot going on right now except for the basketball and hockey. So, uh, and that, and pro basketball is one of our biggest betting games of the you know of everything that we put up, including football because football is one of course, but basketball takes place for many months every single night. So we do write a lot of money on that. And uh, the, the customers tonight couldn't wait for it to start again. And uh, they get a half a slate today and another one tomorrow. How difficult has it been for you to uh, figure out the future market when it comes here to the NBA? Uh, certainly player movement, James Harden to the Sixers, uh, guys coming back from injury like Kevin Durant, guys that are injured like Chris Paul. So what's been the difficulty in uh, monitoring this futures market? Well, you know, you, you know who the teams that have been playing good all year, and that's the Suns and the Warriors. Uh, so Chris Paul's out, but that's probably not going to slow. Maybe the Suns will that that race will tighten up a little bit between them and the Warriors. It's the East that's problematic. I mean, the the Nets. You know, here they are, two games, and I saw they lost again tonight. So you know, one game from being out of the playoffs. With that being said, you know, we think they have the right players to make a run because they probably would be favored over everybody in the East, maybe except for uh, Milwaukee in a, in a playoff. So, uh, you know, when they have everybody there, all the horses intact, of course, they're going to be a contender, but that hasn't been the case so far, but we, we still have them low. We're still taking money on them. Uh, so the East is certainly more difficult chore for us than the West is. Johnny, I'm curious about the NBA MVP market here. DeMar DeRozan of the Chicago Bulls had 37 points tonight. He continues his stellar play. Is he someone that you guys would not want to win MVP right now at DraftKings? He's 20 to 1, but there's some big prices earlier, about a month ago, on DeRozan. Yeah, yeah there's certainly some money on him. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of guys out there where the money spread out. I don't think he's a guy that's going to, you know, crush us. He did take some money, certainly, but um, we have some balance throughout. So, uh, yeah, not a lot of concerns there right now. What is your biggest liability in the futures market? Is it a player award? Think, is it a, yeah, a like, team? Uh, maybe Curry. Curry's one of them. Okay. You know, he, he was a, certainly a higher price at one time. So you could have had him, uh, you know, in the double digits and – now he's certainly, uh, you know, a contender, um, you know, and so there's there's a few guys out there, but it's it's not devastating on any one person. Sure, sure. Uh, Johnny, I think Scott and I would get in trouble by our producer, Aaron, if we didn't ask you this question is when will the selection Sunday props be up? He's been talking about him all week long <laughs> and he wants to know. So we got to ask you, Johnny, when are we going to get a little selection Sunday props up on DraftKings? Yeah, you know, we're working on some. Uh, pretty big stuff here for uh, March for Selection Sunday. So uh, not only the props leading up to, but some other things too. But you will get those props up pretty soon. Uh, the team's been working on a on a lot of things, a lot setting up a lot of things. This all takes some time. Getting the regulators to approve some of the things in various states. So that work's going on behind the scene. Hopefully, we'll be able to. Throw some good stuff up for you here real soon. Are you going to run any type of special things for the tournament when it comes to maybe like a bracket thing or uh, a survivor, something like that? Any type of specials that will go on during the yeah. tournament? Yeah, probably all of that's got yeah. definitely brackets or something uh, that we've had in the past. And, uh, yeah, you know, you'll probably see some things this year that you haven't seen in the past. Great.
We absolutely cannot wait. Conference tournaments are just about a week away in the mid-majors and Selection Sunday, about two and a half weeks away. The Masters after that with March Madness and everything. Johnny, it's a great time to be a better. And we appreciate you joining us here on the Nightcap. Hope all is well, Johnny, and we'll talk soon. You're welcome, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, Johnny. How about that? He always loved talking with Johnny Avello. Has a lot of interesting stuff to say. Um, in terms of the NFL futures market, though, the Bengals. That surprised yeah. me getting bet there 14 to 1. I get that we all just saw them make that run to the Super Bowl. But, I mean, they were also a hefty underdog in quite a bit of games in the playoffs. Sure. And we know how difficult the path is in the AFC as opposed to the NFC. So that one does surprise me as well. Yeah, the Bengals. I mean, everybody loves Joe Burrow, so mm -hmm. I understand why people want to bet cool. on him. Joe Cool, he's got the shades on, he's got the chinchilla coats, whatever else he's wearing with the chains and all that. But I know Eric Eager, PFF, likes the Baltimore Ravens in that very division as well. I know a lot of sharp people on Baltimore. On the other side, Mike Sando of The Athletic joins us. Talk a little Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. What about Jimmy G? We'll discuss it here on the Nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi Bebefe alongside Scott Seidenberg here. And we've been talking a little NFL because we know the offseason really isn't an offseason anymore yeah, no. in the NFL. This is a 24-7 sport. And to help us talk a little more about some of the musical chairs we might see in this NFL offseason, we bring in Mike Sando, senior NFL writer over at The Athletic. Mike, we appreciate you joining us here this evening. And we got to start with the biggest of names here in this offseason. When do you think we'll get a formal announcement from Aaron Rodgers? And what do you think that decision for him will ultimately be? I think he's telegraphed that he's going to play for the Packers again. You know, I, I would expect we'd find out something here maybe before the combine's over, something like that. It just seems 
like last offseason, he was emotionally upset. And when you're emotionally upset, you can do things that are not logical. And leaving the Packers would not be logical. It's the best place for him to win. But I feel like this offseason, he's made it clear. The front office has done a better job with him. He feels included. He feels happy. He's putting out, you know, the Instagram stuff that was basically, you know, ponies and flowers and meadows, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, grateful for all of his teammates and the love he's feeling. That doesn't feel like a guy who's going to storm off and take his ball and leave Green Bay. To me, it, it just isn't. So I think he's going to play there. Well, the fact that he is being included in some of these decisions, does that mean that his favorite weapon, Devontae Adams, will be back in a Packers uniform next year? Oh, for sure. I mean, they can tag him. There's no way they would let him go. You never would see a, a prime wide receiver who – there's no concerns about him, right? I mean, everything, he checks every box. Plus, he's the key to your quarterback. You, you don't have a bunch of other great weapons. Uh, so, yes, either you're going to tag him, extend him, or both. Speaking with Mike Sando, senior NFL writer over at The Athletic. Mike, you spent a lot of time in Seattle covering the Seahawks. I know you know a lot of people out there in the Pacific Northwest. And recently, Russell Wilson changed his Twitter photo from a Seahawks jersey to now a photo of him back in his high school days with his dad when he was playing in Richmond, Virginia. Now, now people are starting to make the connections of could Russell Wilson be on the move? Do you think we're going through another Russell Wilson saga this offseason like we did last offseason? Or do you think that this year there's actually legs and Seattle could move on from their franchise quarterback? You know, I think it's died down for now. Certainly he stirred it up a little bit last offseason, and I think there's been opportunities that he could have stopped that if he wanted to. But he's, like a lot of these quarterbacks, you know, he does want to have more input, be more involved, have power, get things done the way he wants them to do them to do it. So I think there's some of that. There's some lingering issues. I haven't sensed that anything's hot right now. Uh, and I think the fact that Wilson didn't have as great of a season and nowadays, when something comes out on him and trades, I think there's a segment of the fan base that is kind of wise that it might be coming from him or from people near him, and they roll their eyes a little bit. Russell Wilson got a little criticism maybe for the first time. We've seen Ryan Clark and others call him out a little bit. So I've sensed maybe that he's backed off on that. I don't think Pete Carroll wants to get worse at quarterback, uh, <laughs> right, at, the, at this stage. So I would think that he would be the quarterback there this year. And then as he gets closer to the end of his deal, who knows, maybe something could come to a head depending on what type of year he would have. But I don't sense anything right now. Uh, another team that is dealing with quarterback issues is certainly the Pittsburgh Steelers having to replace Ben Roethlisberger. Where do you think they go with that position? Will it be Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins who are currently on the roster? Do they sign a veteran free agent or will they look for a quarterback in the draft? Well, I do think that Mason Rudolph can be part of the equation for them. I wouldn't do that, but I believe them when they say that he would be part of the equation. Now, the interesting thing about them is that their general manager for the last 20-plus years, Kevin Colbert, is retiring, and it's been said retiring after the draft. But remember, by then, they're going to have a quarterback solution, maybe in free agency, too. So I think that's they're a really interesting team to to look at because – Look, they've had like three head coaches in the last 50 years, mm -hmm. and they've basically had a small number of quarterbacks, too. They haven't been in this situation a lot. So it's hard to know, well, this is what they do. This is what their pattern is. I would think all the options are on the table. If they could get a Jimmy Garoppolo or somebody at a decent price, I think they'd have to consider it. 
I don't think they're going to go all in with a huge trade like that. But I could see them doing that. I could see them drafting and then having a draft pick in the first round with Mason Rudolph uh, this next season. I do think all those options are on the table for them. Well, you, Mike, just brought up Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's the quarterback I want to ask about next here. Is that we saw the report from Adam Schefter at ESPN saying that there's a chance that Jimmy Garoppolo might not get traded. Do you think that's a situation that we could see happen here with the investment in Trey Lance that the Niners have that maybe Jimmy G returns in 2022? That seems unlikely to me. You know, I just feel like they know that he can they can win with him and he can get him so far, but the reason they... You know, did they learn something about Jimmy Garoppolo this last season they didn't know that would change the plan? That just doesn't seem like they did to me. I mean, he had an admirable season, but didn't you draft the other guy to take the next step? So to me, maybe they just aren't hearing the type of offer they want for Jimmy Garoppolo, and teams aren't ready to commit and make a, a big move yet. But I would still think that they would trade him and clear the way for Trey Lance unless, you know, there was – uh, plan B, which to me would be possibly Tom Brady. Oh, wow. That could be interesting. Uh, Mike, in your opinion, will Deshaun Watson be under center or in the shotgun for a team <laughs> in week one? I'm going to believe it when I see it. I'm going to lean towards no until the, these cases are resolved. I don't know why. If there's going to be a resolution of the cases, wouldn't it have happened by now? There mm. must be some kind of a sticking point. Maybe some of the people that are accusing him are refusing to settle. Um, I just have a hard time. I think it's easier in fantasy football to think about that you'd acquire him, but how how could you acquire him with those accusations and yeah. have your general manager sit at a press conference with him, you know, I, and then introduce him as your starter? That just seems problematic to me. So until there's a settlement, I don't think so. Yeah, at DraftKings, the Washington Commanders are the favorite team to acquire Deshaun Watson. And you mentioned with the sitting up there at that press conference nope. with all that they have going on there, I don't see how you can bring in a guy like no, Deshaun and Watson. I, Ron Rivera wouldn't do that. You know, I mean, I could, you could see the Washington football team doing that or the, the Commanders. Like, we learned the Commanders. You could see Daniel Snyder doing that. But if Ron Rivera did that, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I think his wife wouldn't be happy, at least, and he shouldn't be either, right? Yeah. I actually thought a team like the Steelers made sense because uh, Brian Flores is there now as an assistant, and we all know that he had wanted to trade for him for in Miami to get him from Houston. And plus, if there was an organization that has such firm stability from the top down and a fan base that is knowledgeable and will buy into whatever the team is doing that would accept a player that has a little bit of a questionable situation going on, I think it would be Pittsburgh. I just think that's not the issue, though. I think Deshaun Watson, would. I think he'd be accepted in the locker room. I think all of those things. I just think the visual, uh, as an organization, can you say this is what we're doing? Mm. We feel good about this. This is the right thing to do. And I think if you were to put together a list, a handful of teams that might be inclined to care more about the right thing to do, you would think Pittsburgh would be one of them they, because of the stable ownership, because yeah. of Mike Tomlin, right? I mean, these are solid people in a solid organization. And if those, I just think it's hard to shrug off those allegations without a resolution yeah, to them of some kind. Mike, before we get you out of here, we got about a minute left. Is there a team that didn't make the playoffs in 2021 that you're high on heading into 2022? 
Oh, yeah, I've got the draft order right here. Um, who would I like? Call. Oh, it's hard to like these teams. <laughs> well, listen, there. a different team. You know, that missed. Yeah. I was going to say, a different team won the yeah. NFC East every year, so might as well go there. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really some of those teams that are on the border that just missed. You know, you would think that a Minnesota or, or a Cleveland or a Baltimore would get healthy. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think those are huge surprises. I mean, look at those teams at the top. I mean, I guess an interesting one to me, I like we all thought Jacksonville would make a jump, not to go to the playoffs, but we thought they would make a jump with Trevor Lawrence. Maybe the, maybe their team, now that they don't have the Urban Meyer, just cultural wasteland issues that they had, mm-hmm. I think that could be underrated, how much being how much a coach <laughs> that guys don't want to play for is affecting your team. Maybe it's like a heavy blanket's lifted off of them, and they're, they don't go to the playoffs. But in a division that's kind of all over the place, maybe they're competitive. Ja- Jaguars 100 to 1 to win the Super Bowl over at DraftKings. <laughs> he is Mike Sando, senior NFL writer for The Athletic. Mike, we appreciate you joining us and all the best going forward. Same. Thank you. All right. On the other side, you guys hear James Harden making his debut for the Sixers tomorrow night. We're going to discuss their odds on the other side. Hour number two, the nightcap coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.